0: the Truly Whole Heal Your Soul podcast. I'm your host, Mira Luna. I want to thank you for joining me for another episode. In this episode, I talk about the last two of our five foundations of PERMA, aka well-being. So today we're talking about meaning and accomplishment and how they all come together to give you a sense of well-being based on our Tuesday and our Sunday episodes, so I hope you listened to those two episodes, and if you haven't, please go back and listen to them so you can get the full five foundations. But before we get into that, if you're new here, please subscribe to get all the updates on new episodes, and if you're on iTunes, please give the show a five-star rating and review. It's quick and free for you, and is a massive way to say thank you for all the free episodes, Also, please feel free to follow me on Instagram at Miraluna for more great content. You can also send me a DM with any questions and or comments, and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. But also, if you love this episode, please take a screenshot of yourself listening to it, throw it up on your stories, and tag me, and I will share it on my stories. Alright, so we have covered P, positive emotions. We have covered E, engagement and flow. And we have covered R, relationships, as part of the Five Foundation PERMA model for well-being. Again, this model is from Positive Psychology, developed by Martin Seligman. So today, let's jump into the last two, with starting with meaning. So meaning makes a lot of sense. It's having meaning in what we do in our lives. And the opposite of having meaning is having what we call an existential crisis. That moment of, oh my god, what am I supposed to be doing? Why am I here? Do I even have a purpose? Is there any reason I'm supposed to be here? That's what people mean when they say they have an existential crisis. So having meaning keeps you from having that existential crisis. And again, we're going to go back to the idea that there's no right and wrong there's no, it doesn't matter whether your worldview is the most quote unquote correct of what happens in the world. It matters on how it reflects you. So, your perspective in the world will change you and it will change the world around you. So, you can view the world from an existential place, an existential crisis that there is no meaning, and you could be right it will be right in a certain vein in a certain dimension you will have created that to be correct but if you don't want to live there and if you want a life of well-meaning you need to look for ways to create meaning and you create meaning by aligning with your core values and not everybody has the same core values but there tends to be common themes in core values. So this can be freedom. This can be service to others. This can be creative expression. This can be bravery. This can be courage. This can be ingenuity. This can be intelligence. This can be grace, compassion. Each one of us has a unique Makeup up of what our core values are, and they can change over our lives, but there tends to be ones that stick more strongly, most strongly throughout our lives. So for example, for me, having my core values of service to others, having freedom, having security, and being a positive influence are my core values, and I find a lot of meaning in my life and in my work when I feel like I am contributing those things to the world. And I feel a lot of disappointment and a lot of unfulfillment when I'm not contributing those things, when it feels like I'm not contributing those things. And so, for example, I used to work at a top-ranking movie marketing company, and I was an artist drawing day in and day out, which is honestly definitely a dream job. It's amazing. I got to work on some of the coolest projects like Star Wars and Game of Thrones, and i got to draw every day and i am an artist i am very passionate about my art i love drawing every day but i wasn't fulfilled there and that is because it didn't fit my core values now art and creative expression is definitely one of my passions it is important to me but is not one of my core values it is it might be to a certain level it's how i express my core values but it in and it of itself is not my core value. My core value, particularly, is service to others, helping others, helping others achieve their dreams. And I, I had a kind of enlightening moment of this when I was at work and I was watching Queer Eye, and we actually helped do some of the marketing for Queer Eye. And so I got to watch the show as quote unquote research, which again, it was a dream job, and. All I could think while I was while I was drawing day in and day out, something that so many other people would absolutely love to do, was I wanna be doing what the queer eye guys are doing. Look at that direct one-on-one help they're giving another person. That's amazing. I wanna be on that level. I wanna be helping people on that level. Yes, my art is important. Yes, I could have found meaning in my art. And yes, I know there's going to be so many other people who could do my job and get full fulfillment out of it. And I just in that moment decided that I would rather leave my space here, open it up to somebody who would get that true life purpose fulfillment from my job and go pursue my passions of actually helping people one on one face to face with real life transformations. That's what I'm passionate about. And so sometimes when we follow our course in life, we and we do things that feel good because they are are very validated from other people. They are coming from a place of ego. And so my job with this movie company was very validating for my ego. It was great to tell other people and other people. Everybody else was so odd and so excited. And every time I told other people, I felt so empty inside. And so it doesn't matter what you're doing. If it doesn't align with your core values, it's probably not going to create a lot of meaning for you and it's not going to be the right place for you and sometimes you have to give up something that is a really big place of ego is a really looks really good to other people because you know in your heart it's not right for you and so why is meaning important we need to be able to dedicate ourselves to something greater than than ourselves We're never going to reach full fulfillment in our lives, full well-being, if we're only working for ourselves. There is always going to be some component of working for the greater good, working for something beyond ourselves, that's going to take us to that level of full fulfillment, full well-being. So this doesn't have to be direct one-on-one working with people. It can be art. It can totally be making movie posters. If that's what gives you fulfillment, putting in your creativity, your passion will make something beautiful. You can find meaning there. It can be working to help the environment. It can be working for social rights. It can be working as an accountant and helping a business succeed and not ruin their numbers and get in trouble with the IRS. It can be doing being a lawyer and helping people, helping companies. It can be as a police officer and, and going in and defending people and really trying to work for justice. So there, you can be in any type of job and have meaning, but the way you're going to be able to guarantee it has meaning for you is if it connects to your core values. And if it doesn't, if you don't feel like it's contributing to your core values, you're not going to have meaning. Again, this doesn't have to just be from your work. If your work gives you some things, but not everything, that can be enough. You can fill those other core values outside of your work. You can get a group of friends together. You can get a group of people together. You can join a cause. You can join a hobby. You can start a blog. You can do all sorts of things to work on your core values and develop meaning in your life. It doesn't have to be just from your job, but... Jobs tend to be where we spend a lot, if not most of our time, at least currently, and so making sure that it covers some of your core values is really going to help establish that first level of meaning, and it's going to help you have meaning in a majority of your life. This can also be being connected spiritually, or to faith, or to religion. It doesn't have to be causes part and part of this world it can be connecting to spirit can be connecting to faith it can be connecting to religion that's a great way to connect create meaning to connect in, in another level it just has to be connected to you it has to feel right to you so this doesn't mean leaning into the faith that you were raised with just because you were raised with it if it doesn't feel right to you, then it doesn't feel right to you. If it does, though, if it feels so right, if, if it really lights you up, that faith you were raised in, awesome, then lean into that. But if the faith you were raised into doesn't light you up, go find something else. Or if you weren't raised in faith or in spirituality and you're curious, you're not being held back. Nobody's stopping you. So tip your toes into it. Try it out. See what's out there. Experience it. That is an important part of meaning. The other thing to add to this conversation, though, is that you need to find meaning in your work, in your life. But your work in your life does not defined your worth, so meaning creates worth in your work in your life, but again it does not this work and does not define your worth. so this means that the things you do at work your your level of quote unquote achievement, which we're going to get into into a second does not define you. It does not define your worthiness of being loved, of being respected, of being appreciated. None of this is part of it. You are born of love and you are love and nothing can affect your level of lovability and ability to love. And oftentimes we get so set on our work being the definition of our meaning, which again I'll get into a little more with achievement as well, that we can't, we end up defining our worth based on how we achieve at these different things. And the reason this doesn't work is because we're putting our power into the hands of other people. Because we are putting our worth, our power, our individuality into the hands of, of who gets to decide how we are achieving, how we are succeeding, how we are showing up. Whereas if you know that you are working from worth, that you are working from your best ability, from your strengths, from your center, whatever else happens, you can respond to that. It may not always be positive, there may be ups and downs, but you can respond to that and know that it doesn't affect you on the inside. The meaning is not defining you. You are defining other things with meaning. And so if you don't look at it from this perspective, if you define your worth from your work, then every time there is a any sort of downflux in your job, any sort of... Even if you don't get as much praise or appreciation as you expected from your hard work, you're going to feel it as a big hit against you. And it's not. It's not about you. It's about somebody else. It's about outward situations. And you're giving away your power. You're letting other people and other situations influence who you are and how you show up that is taking away from you, that is taking away from yourself love, that is taking away from yourself worth, and that is relying on other people to always show up and say that you are worthy and you are lovable, and that's not going to happen. People are coming at life from all different places, from all different perspectives, and they are going to show up in, a di- in all sorts of different ways. There's going to be different situations that aren't necessarily perfectly clear and straightforward. And that can't define you, because it does not define you. And so I'll use this to lead into the next part of PERMA, the last part of PERMA, which is accomplishment and or achievement. And this tends to be the most traditional way people have gauged success and, through success, well-being. So if you achieved a lot in life, Or if you achieved a lot, and this can mean either in work or this can mean along gender roles. So in the past, if you were a woman, whether you got married quickly, you successfully had children easily, you had a lot of happy, bouncing babies. (laughs) This is all the more traditional forms of success and achievement. And it was thought also to be the definition of well-being. And now we know that that is not the case, that you can achieve in all sorts of ways defined by other people and not have a sense of well-being. But that doesn't mean achieving is not going to bring any well-being into your life. That doesn't mean accomplishment doesn't bring any well-being into your life. It just means that you have to take the power about your accomplishment accomplishments and your achievements. So it's not about what other people believe is success, what other people believe is accomplishment and achieving. It's about what you believe is accomplishment and achieving. And it's about setting yourself up for success. So you can have quote-unquote impossible goals. That's awesome. I think... Everybody should have impossible goals. That one or two dreams that are out there that just seem way beyond what is possible, but you'd really like to happen. I think everybody should aspire to that, should have that in their mind. But you shouldn't leave that there without anything else. That shouldn't be the end all be all because you're going to set yourself up to feel like a failure. You're not going to go from wherever you are right now to that impossible goal in one step. It's not going to happen. And so if you set yourself up as either I am where I am or I am at this amazing dream level, that's not going to fulfill your well-being. That's not going to be sustainable. That's not going to bring your happiness. But If you set up yourself with reasonable goals and go step by step, someday, that far off dream may only be one step away and you will be able to take that step and do something unbelievable, spectacular, something that nobody else has done. But the only way to get there is to start with achievable goals, is to start with even baby steps. And this goes back to my conversation about change. You have to feel like you can make change and you have to start making change. You have to t- start taking some responsibility. And this is through little actions, little steps that take you towards you where you want to go. And this is a main part of life coaching is actually helping people identify where they can actually start taking steps towards their goals right now because often if you get into a helpless mindset or you've spent so much of your time trying all sorts of different things and don't feel like you're getting anywhere or you've been moving in directions but you don't know if you're making progress, it can be really helpful to have somebody else look at the situation without bias, without... All the influences of a life and be able to tell you, hey, yeah, you're making steps. Or have you ever looked about it, the situation in this way? I see you've looked at it in these 10 different ways, but have you looked at it in this new 11th way? Or let's start with a baby step and let's learn the power of a baby step because a win is a win. And once you start letting yourself win, it doesn't matter if it's winning on a baby step or if it's on a a big step. The reason baby steps don't often feel like wins is because we are too worried about other people's perspectives and we are giving away our power. We are taking on guilt from society, from family, from friends, from enemies. <laughs> we are giving away our power on what success means. So if you are trying to start a new career, and the first step, maybe you are in a place of depression and you haven't been getting out, you haven't been talking, you haven't, you've been barely getting out of bed... To get to that career, to get to that new place you're trying to go, the first step may be rolling out of bed every day and putting clothes on. And whatever else happens in the day doesn't matter. You've started with a baby step. But obviously, a lot of society is not going to give you props for getting out of bed and putting on clothes. A lot of society might scorn you for that action, for considering that a success, and you need to let that go. Because it is a success. It is a victory. It is a step closer to where you're trying to be. And you need to stop thinking about things in terms of their labeling and start thinking them of them as steps, as steps forward, as steps in the right direction. So instead of thinking of it as Well, all I did today was get out of bed and put on clothes, which is a label and can be judged. You can judge it. Others can judge it. Instead, you can look at it as, hey, I told myself I was going to take this step towards my goal and I did it. And that's a win. So when we start looking at achievement and accomplishment like this, Then we start moving forward, then we start building that well-being, and then we start building our self-worth, because we stop defining ourselves by other people's perspectives, we stop defining ourselves by other people's definitions of success, and we start building the lives we want to build. There's also a difference between feeling success for a, a goal stepped forward and over-congratulating yourself for the step. So I want to bring attention to this because sometimes when we've not been (laughs) winning very much and we do start taking those baby steps, then we may start to treat ourselves for those wins, which can be very good. But you have to consider the treat. So if every time you get out of bed and you put on clothes, you go buy $200 worth of new clothing to celebrate, and you haven't been working, you haven't been supporting yourself, you don't have the funds for that, that's not really a win. That's an excuse to avoid real work. (laughs) Because the real work is getting up and taking the step towards your goals. And if you are getting up and putting on clothes but then you are getting into debt by buying a whole bunch of clothes, that is taking you away from your goals. Whereas if perhaps every day you are getting up and you're putting on clothes and you buy yourself a coffee, and maybe it's expensive $5 coffee, but you are currently working at a job that can fund that $5 coffee or whatever you have that means to support that coffee, then yeah you can treat yourself for getting up and putting on those clothes because it is still a step forward. So I just want to make sure that you keep in mind that you feel a win when you are moving closer to your goals and not making arbitrary ways to justify moving away from your goals, to justify numbing behavior, to justify staying in the same place. Because it's a little bit of semantics, it's a bit, a little bit nuanced, but there is a difference there. There is a difference in intention and you have to get really clear with yourself and you have to get really honest on whether your actions are taking you closer to your goal even if they're small or if they're taking you farther away from your goal. Again, even if they're small and you celebrate even the smallest steps towards your goals, towards living a more fulfilled life, towards living closer to the life of your dreams, you celebrate each of those successes. And you don't have guilt. You don't punish yourself for the steps away from that goal. You just notice, you acknowledge, hey, maybe this took me a little bit more away from my goals. Maybe this, I thought that this maybe was taking me towards my goals, but. I'm realizing now I really just wanted to not have to deal with some things, so I bought clothes instead. Tomorrow, I'm going to take that baby step again. I'm going to start over. I'm going to do it. I'm always moving forward. So again, there's no need and no, no reason to punish yourself because again, positive momentum does not come from blame and shame. It comes from positivity, optimism. So we don't need to guilt ourselves. We don't need to shame ourselves. You can even laugh at yourself when you take those, those steps back. It's, ah, uh, falling back into that pattern. I I see it. I see us trying to be a little tricky in this situation, but I, I see what I'm doing here. And then you go, no, no, I'm stronger than that. I'm going to take another step forward because I'm moving forward. I want the life of my dreams. I'm going to be that person who has the life of their dreams, who stands in their worth, and so I'm going to keep taking steps forward. I really hope you enjoyed this episode, the grand finale of the PERMA Wellbeing Foundations Conversation. I will just summarize really quickly, we have positive emotions, obviously happiness comes from positive emotions, but also we need to enjoy and cherish moments of contentment, moments of joy, moments of serenity, moments of peace, moments of calm, moments of excitement. Not just happiness, All positive emotions contribute to your well-being. Second, we have engagement and flow. Finding places in your life where you can be fully, fully present, contributing, creating. That is flow. That is engagement. Creating more of that. Our relationships. We are a social species We are social beings. We need connection to others. We're going to succeed more and more and reach more levels of evolution by building our connections, by letting go of fear and judgment, connecting with others, and supporting our relationships. And that will give us the most well-being. M, meaning, what we covered today aligning with your core values, finding meaning in your actions, making sure that the things you value in your life are coming through in your actions so that you are contributing to something greater than yourself. And lastly, achievement and accomplishment. Always making sure you're taking steps towards your best life, towards the person you want to be, and towards the life you want to live. This is where your accomplishments lie. This is where your achievements lie. It is not defined by anybody else's version of success. It's not defined by anybody else's version of achievement. You can have a completely different, unique timeline to anybody else. In fact, the timelines that we think of, of going to school, going to college, getting a job, getting married, having kids... So many people don't even do that already. It's shocking that that's still an illusion, but it's an illusion. And you're giving away your power when you feel like you have to align with that illusion to be successful. Success is simply taking steps every single day towards where you want to be and what you want to achieve. So if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you're subscribed. Give it a five-star rating and review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and grab a screenshot of you listening to put on your Instagram stories. Remember to follow me on Instagram at MiraLuna and tag me in any posts you make about the podcast. I'd love to share it. Also, feel free to check out my website at MiraLuna.com. I offer personalized Akashic Records readings, life coaching one-on-one, and a brand new program on how to read your own inner aura to connect to your unique gifts. Thank you for listening and I will see you in the next episode of Truly Whole Heal Your Soul Podcast.